0: Hey, Joe. Eric Tenko here. 50 episodes, man. Awesome. Like I told you when you uh, first asked me about Anchor, simple as shit. Sometimes it's fucked up as shit, but it's simple as shit. Yeah, they keep on changing the uh, interface around. Now I notice they dump your uh, your segments directly into the episode if you're re- recording on uh, your computer. So that's changed. You have to adjust to that. But... Congratulations, dude! You got some damn good advice there for people. I should probably do something similar at some point, maybe for episode four hundred. Yeah, I know. But folks, as long as you're having fun, doing what you're doing, whether it's blogging, podcasting, food casting. It's all that matters. Um, have fun. You'll, you'll you'll if you're enjoying yourself, your audience will enjoy themselves, and your audience will grow. Again, Joe. Good luck and congrats. Later's. Alright,
1: Joe, this is Jim here. Congratulations on 50. Just listen to it. Uh, keep up the good work. Take care, man. Bye. Hi, Joe. Alfred here. Just wanted to call in and congratulate you on your 50 episodes. Um, I like the way that you've kept it natural over the time. You you talk about what you want to talk about, and I think that comes across in the passion that you, you're talking with. Um, hopefully you and your brother will get some more time to do your joe and bro episodes and uh looking forward to you doing some more interviews with some of the other podcasters so keep up the good work and uh yeah i'll be listening for many more head hopefully hey joe it's laren i'm listening to your 50 things i've learned I mean, I don't know if you're going to say 50 of them, but (laughs) I just paused it to send you this message. You're so right about just doing what works for you. You know, I initially was going back and forth about what I was going to do. And what I found was having a topic made it easier for me to actually sit down and do a podcast. But the fact is, whatever works. I listen to so many anchorites now and it's a mix of, you know, methods and frequencies and I love it you know what? It doesn't matter. When I see a new episode, I'm happy to see a new episode and I listen to it. So it's not like if somebody doesn't put one out every week or somebody doesn't put one out every three days or somebody doesn't stick to their schedule, the world stops turning. So anyway, good advice. Hey Joe, it's Laren again. You know, um, a friend of mine who I know from podcasting, he does a He's Canadian and and he has a podcast network that I've been listening to for years now, and one of the things that he said about Anchor is that Anchor is for producers, and not for consumers. Gosh, he's so right. You know, once I started making a podcast, Anchor is a really easy way to do that if you don't mind wrestling with the app. But to find things, oh my gosh! You know, every day I get up in the morning, and. I have to tap on things because it doesn't even reorder them correctly to show me who has a new episode, but they're worth it. So I do it anyway. Um, I hope you have a good day. Thanks for your latest episode.
2: Hey Joe, just wanted to congratulate you on episode 50. Fantastic. Great job. It's always been all your episodes are a lot of fun to listen to. So I just wanted to encourage you to keep on going, man. Cause, uh, Uh, you do definitely entertain. So, all right, take care.
1: Hey, Joe, happy 50th episode. Um, Great show. I I, I feel the same way about views and stuff. I don't script anything, as you can probably tell. I just talk about things that are important to me. And, you know, if I get a message or people listen, that's great. If not, it's all good. Uh, Anyway, keep up the good work, work, man. I enjoy it.
2: First, thank you guys for all the warm congratulations. I appreciate that. 50, big milestone. I feel good. feel good. Something I'm doing tonight, I guess I'm uh, sitting here in a happy mood, listening to music, uh, a little smoke, a little drink, and uh, prepping for tomorrow's big game. It's big because they're doing something real different they haven't done before. This is the old fuckers group, by the way. We try to fit our games in where we can, so we're going to end up playing tomorrow night. Um... It's a road trip. It's a big ass road trip from Waterdeep to Kalimdor, as you've Forgotten Realms people know. It's like two thousand miles or something. So uh, the let's save it the details, but the campaign sort of uh, dictated it in a way they chose an option to do that, and there you go. So they're heading down there. So first thing I did, just in terms of game prep last week, we uh, we wrapped up all the little bullshit, you know, that they would need to do beforehand, that I, and I uh, uh Put it this way: They all have access now to a PDF, which has a whole lot of different gear and, and equipment, and all the things that you may not be able to see in the player's handbook. So I told them, "You got a couple of days. Give me a gear list. I want things that you can only buy in Waterdeep are pretty much in this book." I said, "Pretty and also," I said, "Don't go crazy if you." think I might object, I definitely will object, because they know my taste and my flavor of the game so far, Um, to their chagrin. (laughs) So I give them one last chance to spend the week looking over that book and finding uh, in that PDF whatever gear they may want for a long road trip, because they're not going to find it outside of Baldur's Gate or Caliport or two other big cities on the coast. So that's uh, that's one thing. They decide they're going to go on a horse, of course, of course, of course and also a pack horse, so I wanted a detailed list. What do you have on who, on which thing? This is just to head off bullshit later, because you know that when the horse gets fireballed, then it's the pack horse, and I say, well, the pack horse had your tent, and they say, no, that was on my backpack. hey fuck you. This is, it gets the bullshit out of the way. You know what I mean? So give me the list that the work done on it. They got pretty much, most of the guys got that done. So we're getting ready for tomorrow. Now, as you guys know, I'm sort of running all the d and the Avengers, all the 5E ones, so wherever they go, there's something to do, right? Plus, I made other shit into there um, of my own, plus uh, some stuff to tie it all together. Uh, now, I was looking up Forgotten Realms stuff, because as we all do, we got PDFs on our computer. right? Uh, Forgotten Realms stuff. So I wanted to see what's along the way, what's at least what's coming up. At first, I did a, uh, a search online, and I found they kept talking about things uh, like murder in Baldur's Gate and these other uh, dead thing. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Is this, a, this is a 5e thing, and it was so confusing at first. Now, this is cool. I don't care if you fi- uh, play 5e or not, or if you like the Forgotten Realms or whatever. F- it doesn't matter, because they're cool adventures. Apparently, back when D&D Next was a thing, right? Um, those of the dragons. Uh, uh, they, were, they didn't know it was going to be 5e. They didn't know what it was going to be called yet, so they called the D&D Next during a playtest. And during that playtest, Wizards of the Coast put out a whole lot of shit. They were good modules. They were like, I guess they were what they ran at conventions to show it off. They were what they ran in... Uh, in um, Big group play. They were, I think, they published them eventually as those "Dean the Expeditions" thing, whatever hell that weekly or monthly game thing they do for you know the the Encounters" or whatever it's called. Anyway, they published it for that, and so I'm looking it up, and I'm like, this is this is good shit. They're really really good. Excuse me, they're really really good modules. I mean, the first one I'm doing is called "Ghost of Dragon Spear Castle." It's excellent. It's it's fucking fantastic. Great detail of which is to the, uh, of the uh, of the the coast of around Deep and all that stuff. It starts out in Daggerford, which is just south of there, which is like their next place they're going to go. It's a lot of adventures. Now they scale the adventures from one to ten, and it's supposed to take you a while to get through them. There's four parts and blah blah blah. You end the ten. As my guys know, sometimes they face shit they have to run away from. Sometimes they face stuff that has to run away from them. The account, the encounters are never balanced, you know, and so. My thought is they'll blow through the early levels of this thing, you know, quickly and then, you know, well, and then end up with a uh, tweaked Final Encounter by me. I can't wait. It looks fantastic, and it's actually going to be level appropriate when they finish. So it's kind of, you know, in that regard, it's good. It's not just a walkthrough place. Now, what's really neat about it is that the style is written, and not, not only does it give great information about these areas and provide a great adventure, right, or a bunch of adventures, but it, it's it's funny, it's fucking. they wrote with a style, with a flair, with a flavor, because, I don't know, I guess they figured, what the hell, it's going to be shown at conventions or whatever. They didn't count on the whole PDF selling later thing. I mean, they had these people playing puppies. Little halflings are playing puppets in a town square, and the halflings were uh, um, doing a show along with it, and blah, blah, blah. And then they they, they go in and break out into Yo Mama jokes. Right? <laughs> so this is fantastic. And then even there's a little note. They put a little like as if a fake sticky note. They staple it to the, the page, you know, sort of uh, breaking the wall kind of a thing. And it says you, the yo mama jokes are anachronistic, but hey, it's not like we're gonna publish this thing. Well, yet they did. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if they planned it like that or it was just kind of funny from the beginning. But there's a lot of these little comments. There was, there was fart jokes. I mean, right on my fucking alley. You know, there, there's uh, all kinds of different things. Uh, there's a, there's a lyrics um, by an elf. To an elf song, and they have the, actually the lyrics, and it's uh, it says at the bottom lyrics by Elvish Presley, and it could, looks like an Elvis theme, um, you know. Anyway, it, it was elvish Presley. It's just funny. It's just a pretty, really, really good shit. Now there's a bunch of things in this series. I didn't realize it. I, I looked them all up. I know there were some one-offs. There was some one-shot little things, but in terms of the stuff I'm thinking about. Uh, I, I want to recommend it to you guys. There's a bunch of things. The first one is the Coast of Dragon Spear Castle, perfect right along the road, ends you up in Dragon Spear Castle. The next one is a sort of like a two-parter. I think it was called the Dead and Thay thing. Um, let's see. It was uh, the Scourge of the Sword Coast was the first one, right? And then the second one was I believe uh, Dead and Thay. I think that's what it was called. And now they published the Dead and Thay in that mega book with all the various uh, uh, adventures, you know, um, recently for Wizards of the Coast, but they only published the second half. They only published the part that was in Thay. They didn't publish the first half, which wasn't. Uh, nor, you know, were anything that led up to it. So that was, it's kind of neat. You get this Dead and Thay book, you get the whole thing. And the Dead and Thay part, six to 8th level, which is right in my guy's bailiwick, you know. Um, so that's kind of neat. The other one that goes to Dragon Spirit, like I said, it gets you to the 10th eventually. Good stuff. Right along the road, too. And it's just, everything is timed right. Everything is timed right for my characters. Um, other things they have, uh, besides Murder, Baldur's Gate, the Sword Coast, and Dead and Day thing, there's one for um, the north, right, for like the Icewind Dale area. And I think, what's this face? Let me see if I uh, if I could find it here. drive through RPG, I'll tell you exactly what it is. But it's basically set up in the north, the Icewind Dale area, which is where one of my guys actually comes from. You know, so that's kind of neat. Um, one of my player's guys actually comes from, so I can use, I'm hoping, to cannibalize that. So far, all that I have are Scourge of the Sword Coast, Dead and Thay, and I have the um, the first one I was talking about here, the, uh, let's the page here, I got both physical paper copies going, uh, Ghost of Dragonspear Castle. Now, the other thing is I bought, too. There's one little mini adventure set in Candle Keep, which one of my guys definitely wants to make a stop for because he wants to do research. So there's an adventure already waiting for him. And then there's one called Murder in Baldur's Gate. Okay. Murder in Baldur's Gate is just what it sounds like. I guess it's a low level mystery thing. But the, the best part about it, I got this in PDF as well massive, massive campaign guide to Baldur's Gate. Detail like you wouldn't believe, fantastic stuff, 64 pages of of great detail, best I've ever seen on Baldur's Gate anywhere, and then the adventure itself is 32 pages, you can work your adventure in however you want, you don't need to be high level to solve it, because the purpose of the adventure is to get you to, uh, to know the kingdom in context, blah blah blah, right, so... It's perfect. Um, now, the thing I was talking about before, the Icewind Dale thing, is called Legacy of the Crystal Shard. That's the one I don't have yet. Um, what I've been doing is we're going to borrow uh, staples and printing the stuff up and binding it in spiral binds so it really works out well. And I've got a couple extra copies of you know key maps and things like that. And we're going to start this up tomorrow. It's going to be a long, long road trip. Uh, most of the characters either go around for the adventure or whatever. My brother's one character. He needs to re- He wants to rebuild contacts as his former noble family used to have or rebuild new contacts and set up some sort of commerce lane of, uh, uh, I don't know, contacts and, and locales and people and places and things so that he has up uh, eventually his own network, a commerce network. So it's fine. So I'm going to get into a lot of other detail with that sort of thing while we're in the towns. The good thing about these, like I was saying though, is that there's great detail. Daggerford, Baldur's Gate, Candle Keep, great information on a lot of stuff there. So I'm looking forward to that. Just running them through it. So first first day is tomorrow. Haven't done a straight up it's not a hex crawl because you're on a you know, main road or whatnot going by you know, other ventures along the way, but it's just a road trip. It feels like a road trip. It feels like we're all driving down to Vegas or Atlantic city or something for the fucking weekend. You know what I mean? That's what I think my brother said the same thing. It just feels like a fun time. Like we're all hitting the car and say, fuck it. We're you know 23 years old. We got some money in our pockets and, and we're stupid. We're going to go fuck some shit up. That's kind of what it feels like. I think to him and to me as well, you know, that's how it's going to roll. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just pumped. I'm just pumped about the whole thing. Um, and like I said, these adventures all tie in very easily if you're running any of the other adventures, especially the giant one, the dragons one. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're simple to fit them in. But they're, they're just great starting things. I can't believe they've never really talked about these before or put them out in a, in a more serious basis, like in a hardcover book, revamp them. You know, they talk about the sundering, blah, blah, blah. Most of us who play Forgotten Realms, we didn't follow the strict You know, what happened each edition, especially when 4th edition happened and it was that spell apocalypse or whatever the hell. The Sundering is the way they got Forgotten Realms back to what it used to be before they fucked it up with 3rd and 4th edition, I think. (laughs) So (laughs) that's pretty much what it is. So they talk about minor, loosely events in there, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't take away from anything about the game you're running. So anyway, bottom line, get these modules. They're really good. They're fantastic. Great information. And they look to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. And thank you all again for all your warm wishes on my 50th podcast. I think I rambled a whole fuck ton here. Um, anyway, I'll talk to you all soon. Take it easy. One thing I realized, I forgot to add, guys, just I was about to publish this, is that these things were written for D&D Next. They were written for um, a, the testing rule set you know what i mean the earlier rule sets which are kind of compatible with 5e anyway for the most part you know they're they were pretty uh pretty well done at the time based on what i've seen of them um you're gonna have to change up the monsters obviously you're gonna i mean i i initially didn't say this because i didn't think i had to because i know most of my listeners are osr guys and we change shit up all the fucking time it was like a no-brainer to change up the monsters obviously you don't run them as written you know the monsters in the book versus the 5e rules or whatever I know the OSR guys don't need to hear that, but the newer folks may need to. So, you know, keep in mind, you're going to need to change them up um, and just, you know, be prepared to to be a little flexible on things like stats for the NPCs the, and the monsters. And that's all. Um, but it's easy enough to do. I mean, it's a no-fucking-brainer. All right. Anyway, I'm off again. Enjoy, guys.